And now we're recording. Go ahead. Hollywood is dead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that. No, I was watching um, the menu on HBO Max. They're pretty much uh, killing it right now with all these like straight out of theater movies coming out on streaming. They're pretty quick on the. It's, that's kind of nice. People are bitching so bad about, about that. How bad? Like filmmakers are, like Nolan. Oh well, yeah, no, it's <laughs> fucked. Business models fucked. And they're not going to make any money anymore. It's stupid. Hollywood is just so stupid. And, um, you know, they're uh, losing money hand over fist. But there's one uh, thing that I love about movies. Sometimes there's there's films that come out. And this movie's been out for decades now. A little movie. And it's a sports movie, which we never talk about sports movies no. on the show. And, but there's one in particular. There's one sports movie that we both sort of love. And I think it's an underrated masterpiece by William Friedkin. And it's called Blue Chips with Nick Nolte. We are to Tony's failing TV. Welcome to Hollywood is Dead, episode DJ voice. What is this, episode 23? And this one is titled, I believe it is, t- oh, let me look. <laughs> the stupid title. I believe I can fly. Hid 23, back to the hid. Back to the It's hid. a leprechaun one. One question. Back to the hid. Brown or black? Ooh. Black? Okay. Oh, he's been on black. Snake eyes. What's in there? Dick. Oh, this is a Crown Royal Black. I finally bought one. Oh, wow. Pretty pretty tasty. The other one is the really hard to find one. Caramel? uh, Salted caramel. Yes. 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 Really good. I have heard that that is actually quite delightful. It is really hard to find. I had to find it at the really shady liquor store by my house. Really? I found it on accident. I was looking for something else. Me and my sister-in-law. And we just stumbled Shit. into that. I was like, oh, fuck. It was, I was just telling her how I couldn't find it. And the girl's like, well, I mean, she's running like the head shop in there, like selling all those little tiny pipes. And oh, she's yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Here. Go over here. And then, oh, we got, mm-hmm. I got this. We don't have what you're looking for, but we do have this. And she pulls that out. I'm like, fucking, oh, like, that's exactly what I was looking for <laughs> elsewhere. I couldn't find it. We, we have salted caramel. Is that what you want? <laughs> yeah, it's it was worse. one of those places. Worst case scenario, you take what is that? Um, what what brand of uh, whiskey is that? Uh, Crown Royal. Crown Royal. You take regular Crown Royal, and you go to the store, and you get the um, Betty Crocker caramel dump on ice cream. You just put that in a jar, and you mix it, and go from there. Yeah. No, it was. It's a it's a weird little liquor store, and they have a wings store inside, so you can go in there buy wings. Wow! They have in the in the parking lot is a big like swap meet every weekend, oh, and it's shit. it's so many like hundreds of people there all the time. Oh my god! It and it's this really tiny little crazy. area, but then they also uh, if you look online it says they have a gynecologist there, and I'm like I my joke to my wife was I think because there's a bunch of porta potties out back. I think you go in there like Jiffy Lube, and they're like a flashlight, yeah, exactly. and they're like ah you're fine. You, you come you back at three thousand miles. <laughs> You look good. That pussy looks good. Next. Yeah. 
Oh, I got to a little flick of the bean. Oh, do you feel that? Okay. He's got a little dipstick. You're court low. Oh, you're court low. Let me fill you up. <laughs> Just kidding. I can't reach. I would, but I can't reach. We go to prison. This accent's all over the oh, Mexican, uh, Middle doesn't Eastern. Matter. It doesn't matter. We're being inclusive. They're from anywhere. They're from everywhere, eh? No, but it's like one of those places where if you look online, like, they do everything, which is scary as shit. So that's why I've never gone in there, and I finally did, and I don't regret it. And there's a dentist's office in there. There's a gynecologist. There's a used car dealership. There's a used bookstore tent. I picture you going into the back room, and there's, like, there's like an old guy, and he's wearing these beat-up jeans, and he's sitting on a, a turned-over milk crate. Those green right. ones, and he's just like got a pair of pliers, and that's just what he does his, all his work with. They're all bloody and rusty, and he's just you got a loose tooth, or uh, let me check it out. All right, go sit in the porta potty. Here's the deal I can do two of three things pull teeth and put teeth back in, and check veggies. And I check veggies. I'm a doctor. Look on the wall, there's like a hand drawn diploma. <laughs> a a, a it's Lionel Hutz. Yes, Lionel Hutz. <laughs> I'm oh, Hul yeah. Julio Sanchez. <laughs> so, Blue Chip. Yes. 1994 basketball movie with Nick Nolte, which I just, I don't know what it is about this movie, but I love it. I, I could watch this movie at least five times a year. I can go in great detail why this movie works compared to other basketball movies. Yeah. I've been talking about this movie since it came out because it is in my top 100. This is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And nobody gives a solid fuck about it. Nobody talks about it. Nobody cares about it. It is no completely forgotten. Until recently, you couldn't buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Even now, if you buy a Blu-ray, it's really hard to find. It's a DVD movie at best. It's like NARC. I love NARC. Yeah, you can't NARC buy that on Blu-ray. Yeah, I can't find that one. Anyway. It's, it literally doesn't exist on Blu-ray yet for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but Blue well, Chips, I remember watching this when I was a kid because I came out, you know, that's on HBO. I might have even rented it, so maybe I might have actually seen this in 94. But I was like, that, like I, don't get, I, don't, I love basketball, so that's probably why I watched it. And I knew Shaq was in it and Penny Hardaway. And I watched it, and I'm like, oh, I didn't care much about the basketball part of it, but, I f like, Nick Nolte, I love him in that movie. He, he's my spirit yeah. animal, I told you yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's so great in the movie. And he everything that happens is his own fault, and he knows it, and he feels bad about it. And so that's why it makes the character work. Yeah, and I don't know so why. rare. And I don't know why. Because, honestly, who cares? Like at the end, I'm I'm all for happy. I think happy's right. You owe it to them. They're the ones making the fucking your career happen. You're using these kids as slave labor. Yes. To make you hundreds of thousands of dollars a year with your shit show, your shitty TV show, and your <laughs> coaching, and and on top of that, I mean like, and then he feels bad for like you took the one thing, the one pure thing in your life, and you corrupted it. TV, you flunking TV, Tony's flunking TV. Yeah. <coughs> and uh, it's a hard class. You don't just watch the tube. Not just watch the tube. They never say anything else beyond that, but they talk about the TV class like five times. And it's it's and it's just the it's like Big Lebowski. They repeat yeah. the lines. It's, and then Nick Dolphy tells his wife, his ex-wife about it. He's like, 
Well, it's not like you're watching the tube. It's a little bit more difficult than that. Yeah, he it's... smokes in this movie twice. Not much. Which, he doesn't smoke much. No. Which is completely a lie. Oh, yeah. He, he's smoking five packs in between takes here. There's so many things you just brought up there that I want to touch on, but I'll, I'll touch on this while we're talking about Nick Nolte. He doesn't smoke much, but God damn it, he yells God damn it 6,000 times in this movie. I want to count the goddams in this movie. I should have done that before I was watching. I didn't think about that. He gets the one fuck out of the way early in his yeah. opening scream at his team because the, op- the movie opens with he's about to have his first losing season ever. He comes in and he... He yells at his team at halftime, and he leaves, and they're all like, all right, come back. And then he comes back in storming, swearing. <laughs> he yeah, gets this yeah, one yeah. fuck out of the way during that. But I will say this, and it's really hard to, to be a believable coach. Yeah. Everything he does looks so authentic. Yeah. Because he's going, like, in, he's even doing the particulars in the practice. Yeah. Like, he's doing, you know, the basic. Uh, How to do screens. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, just just basic shit, which I, you know, you gotta get in the, get into the shoulder, you pop him here, and then you move away here, goddamn. He's coming here, goddamn, you get yep. the ball. He's talking about footwork and placing your yeah. hips and swiveling or blocking the guy out so he can't swivel. You gotta lock in their leg. He's doing it all, and it looks authentic and it seems authentic, and he's doing the timeouts and he's coming up with plays yeah. that seem. All of the basketball in this movie looks so real because they didn't hire actors. They hired basketball players. That's why the acting is so terrible. Yes. Because <laughs> they're all real basketball It could have been worse. No, it's fine. And, you know, say what you will, though. I mean, like a Shaquille O'Neal, not a good actor, but he's got so much Charming. charisma. Yes. He's so charming. Like, he's really just aw- In this movie, he's such a neat... Like, it's just fun watching him. Like, you really like his character, and you want him to succeed, and he does. He's so charismatic that when uh, Mary McDonald is, uh, yeah. does the does the whole thing about the South America, and he goes down the countries, and then Nick Nolte shows up, and he goes, this bitch is crazy. He calls her a yeah. bitch, and she's like... <laughs> bitch is crazy. <laughs> and she, yeah. she just laughs along. I'm like, that's when you know you're charismatic, when you can call a 40-something-year-old woman a bitch who you barely know, and she laughs it off. Because could, he could literally crush her skull. With his That's toe. part of it. He's a giant man. Yeah. And this is before Shaq got all you know, tubbier. This is Shaq Beefy. in his prime. Yeah, this he's, is two years into his career. Muscle. I mean, he's just nothing but muscle. He's two lean. Two years before Shazam. Or Kazam, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Two years before Kazam can... and his rap album and Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu. Shaq Fu. This is the period of Shaq Fu. Yeah, this is right How before Shaq Fu, though. It's coming. Shaq Fu's like 95. Yeah, I think Shaq Fu's and, 95. And then his rap album is about the same time as Shaq Fu. I'm yeah. sure they used it for the soundtrack. I w- uh, yeah, no. Shaq and Penny Hardaway are pretty solid in this. Now, Penny Hardaway, How- is he Butch McCray? Yeah. He's Butch McCray. I was, I was trying to think if it was Tony or Butch McCray. No, he, Tony's an actual actor who doesn't work He's, again. Yeah, I Tony's think. Actually, yeah, yeah, I don't think he ever did it. But um, Penny Hardaway is, the, is Butch McCray, and he, okay. he does have some lines there that are beyond his scope, but some of those lines, I'm like, he said that like an actor, and I actually yeah. believe him, which is well, very part, hard to do. Where he wants to go home, he gets homesick. Yeah, that scene. Away, I can come home. He's go, I, I don't want, they're going to take my house. Take my mom's house away from her, and, he, and then Nick Belty calls Happy. And just, <laughs> you tell that little shit. Like, yeah, we'll give her fucking kick her out of the house, and she lose her job. That little bastard, little spoiled brat. 
There was, this has to be the most swearing PG-13 movie ever. It is. It's insane yeah. how much they swear. It is. I, yeah, you don't realize That's part that. of what caught my attention when I was 10, basketball and just nonstop swearing. It is, it's, it's like a, like you said, like a Coen Brothers movie, like Big Lebowski. They're just constantly swearing. And he said, I think he, Pappy goes, I don't know about you, but I fuck better when I win, when we win. I think that, he, he says, says screw. That, he? Does he say screw? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because if he said fuck better, that means the sexual connotation. So that would be an R rated. No, they, uh, they, they, he says but, screw. Okay. So he doesn't say fuck. Okay. Yeah. That's me being hopeful. Well, like he, he, they swear so much that you kind of like, you it overtakes your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But by the word happy says is fuck. The last player I want to talk about. So Shaq is good. Penny Hardaway is good. But then they have the character of Ricky, who's like a charisma black hole. Yes, the, the kid from terrible. Indiana is just. He must. Be, uh, was he a real basketball player? Like a thir- he was like a college player. I don't know. If, I don't know how much yeah. how much he actually played in the pros, but you know, if you want thirty thousand dollars, that's what they do. And he's just pouring sweat because he came out of practice. And uh, God uh, damn it, Ricky, get the hell out of here. Get your shit and go back. Take that uniform off. Yeah, you don't deserve it. I love. I just love how Nick Nolte like slowly just loses it, and he's like, he knows he can't win anymore with just normal kids. He has to recruit these talented kids. Yeah, and everybody's for it, and everybody's fine with it, except this weird. He's got this weird morality that keeps him from accepting it and letting it go. And it really, you know, he gets busted for it at the end because he quits. Yeah, you know. And this is like one of those few movies where the guy doesn't really change. Like the character arc, you think, okay, he's going to accept it and just roll with it. He's going to win, and he's going to feel a lot better after he wins. But no, this is actually a pretty morally, I mean, really uh, morally heavy movie. It's like it's, you almost say it's a Christian film. It, it kind of because he doesn't want to do it. He realizes he actually has to because. And he does it out of self-perseverance because he knows he's going to get fired if he has another losing season. Right. And he's like, I, I have to bend these rules that I don't want to break. I've never broken them. It's like a point of pride for him. And there's, there's a point-shaving scandal that Ed O'Neill brings up four years ago right. or three yeah. years ago. Um, too. With Tony. That ends up being because Happy reveals that he did pay Tony. Yeah. And, yeah, I own you, Coach. Yeah, I've owned you and Tony. I no, you think that shame point didn't happen? Yeah, check the facts. It happened. Check the tape. January sixteenth, three years yeah. ago, and he goes, I own you. <laughs> and they watch it. I love that scene when they're watching it. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. and they're all like, he's looking at the scoreboard. God damn it! Part of it is because they're all in disbelief, and then yeah. they swap back and forth who's believing in it in the moment. Well, because the one guy, which I didn't realize it until the, the last time I watched it. That coach sitting in the back is a new coach. Yeah, he so said he's, he wasn't there. He said he's only been there two years. He's only been there. Yeah, he, he was just yeah, and so he missed out on that, and yeah. he starts immediately saying, "Oh yeah, Tony's bad." Who's he and passing the, the to? Other, the other coach is just saying, "Shut up." Yeah, he was my kid. It's my kid. Don't you talk to him about it like that. This is no, I can't believe this. And he's like, "No, nah, he gets me fired." Oh no, he did. It's pretty obvious. And you're like, and I just love the somebody made a bunch of money in Vegas that night. Yeah. Like, who cares? Who okay. cares? But I like, you have to realize that point in yeah. college basketball, it was a sure. huge, like, people were going in front of the Senate. Oh, yeah. Like, it was huge. Right. And well, now we look at it, and I was hoping, I was thinking about this when I was watching. 
I hope that someone who watches this now can keep that in their mind because at this point you pay to play. Yeah, fucking give them money. It doesn't matter. It doesn't sure. everything about this movie and its morals and its principles that the coach Coach Bell holds are completely destroyed now. Not all of it's gone. Well, and I'll say okay, but I'll say there's a reason for it. And yeah. it's because of this. It's like if these kids, you know, they, they give their, their, they're really, I mean, they work their asses off their slave labor, basically. Yeah, that's exactly they, what they are. If they break a leg, if they tear an ACL, if they get hurt, they don't have anything else to, to go back on. It's NBA or nowhere. And if you are in college and you're like the height of your powers in college and there's nothing to show for it, you're going to be running a dick sporting goods store. Like that's what you're going to get. They're not going to be the team. The 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 booster club is going to be like, oh, we love you so much. We're going to take care of you. No, you didn't win for us. So fuck you. You broke your toe. You didn't play for ten games. Fuck you. We're not going to. We're not going to give you nothing. And you're going to. You're you're too dumb to be in college anyway. The only reason you're here is you're a basketball player. So you're not going to pass any classes. You're going to fail college, and then you're going to come out a loser. And you're just going to be, you know, you're going to do nothing with your life. And it's like, well, that's not fair. If you ask me, it should, it, the way it should be with, with scholarships is we give, it's like a contract. We no. give you a four-year ride to this school. <clears throat> no matter what happens, you're going to finish school. Sure. That's how it should be. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's fair. You don't want to yeah. finish the four years. That's fine. You're free to go to the NBA. Well, right. If you go to the NBA, but you're healthy. If sure, you, yeah. But if you, but that should be built into the package. Oh, sure. Not, yeah. uh, you didn't work out. You're gone after a semester. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like they, they're just disposable. They'll, they'll suck your ass, and then when you're no longer needed. There's no risk to the school yeah. and yeah, all the risk all. in the world to the player. It's completely lopsided, and I can't believe that people, even last year before, when this is all getting changed with the pay-to-play stuff and the image likeness, people were still against paying the players. You know, it's tradition that no, no, it's free labor is really what this boils down to. Right. It's yeah. not an internship. You're making no. money actively off that specific person. What internship do you show up at, and they make Im- money off of your image, uh, everything you do, and you're the only one making the product? It's not an internship. Like if you work at Kinko's as an intern, or like you know Wall Street as an intern, you're not the one pulling all the triggers and making all the deals. You're you're there to help. You're not the one making the money. Yeah. No, no, yeah. You should be, yeah. I don't mind. I don't have any problem having college players get paid. They should be. It's a job. That's fine. Yeah, I, that's fine. The guy working the bookstore gets paid. Yeah. Like, it, it's, no. Oh. No, I, I, that doesn't bother me at all. I'm kind of glad that they finally are allowing that to happen. Because they made billions, billions off of these guys. Billions. And part of the reason I feel that way is because of this movie. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, even Nick Nolte talks about it in his last speech that goes on for six minutes. Yes. He's going, because uh, Ed O'Neill's like, yeah, he showed up with a car. He's like, it wasn't just any car, you know. It was a yeah. fully loaded Lexus. It's what that Lexus happy. And he didn't want it. I love that Neon wow. never asked for anything and never wanted yeah. it. He turned down yeah. the car. <laughs> he didn't want yeah. it. I, I bet Shaq was probably insistent on that. <laughs> Probably couldn't fit in it. I I can see Shaq being like, don't you know insinuate that I was taking money. Uh, I don't I don't do this. Yeah, uh, I don't drive a Lexus. I have to get I have to get a monster truck. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only thing I can drive. He has to get the front seat taken out, and then he sits in the back seat in cars. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. No, that's literally what he does with some of those sports cars. Jesus 
Christ. I have a Maserati and I sit in the back. Did you see my Superman bed? <laughs> it's like two two King California kings put together in the shape of an S. I love that he's doing Inside the NBA now on TNT. Yeah, why And then not? Dwight Howard, the, the guy who tried to take over the Superman stuff from him, is doing oh. some weird military, fake military oh, show re- on... Reality show? Yeah, reality show. And I'm oh, like, Dwight God. Howard, oh my God. What wow. happened to you? So apparently... Nick Nolte wrote a 200-page yeah. novel I want to about read it. Pete Bell for this movie. I where is this book? Like this should be out there somewhere. I kind of want to reach out to him and be like, "Can you make that available?" I, it, yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Can I please read that? I would love to. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be like he'll send it in the mail. It's like John Carpenter was living in the house with him. It's just all yellow pages from smoking and. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow the writing's all cracked and gravelly. How can this look like dry leather? It's weird. Did you write this in the over the neck Namicon? This is like this is just like John Carpenter's uh, mask from Halloween that we found under his bed. I just said that. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I was too busy reading these facts of uh, blue chips. Yeah. And. Nick Nolte was the only choice for the brawl. That's the given. Um, it was cool because I knew who Bobby Knight was as a kid, but I yeah. didn't. I didn't know who Rick Pitino was. I didn't realize he played himself in this. And also, Bob Cousy from the Celtics was was the like the dean or whatever his role was in this movie. Mm, right. Yeah. Um, I don't want to know about it. Don't tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, there's people I didn't realize who they were when I was a kid. Yeah. Bobby Knight was huge when I was a kid, like because I grew up in the Midwest, right in his division. So, well, shit, I was a, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, a Michigan State know, Spartans yeah. fan, so I still am. But so I know who he is, but I didn't know who Rick Pitino was, and so I'm watching. This, I'm like, oh shit, like, and they let Bobby Knight just swear up a storm too. Everyone, the refs are swearing. Everyone's swearing. Ed O'Neill's the only one that doesn't swear. I love the fact that. Uh, when Nick Dalton the beginning kicks that basketball, and like 20 minutes later, he's talking to his wife, I hope someone didn't get hurt. I hope we didn't hit somebody <laughs> in the stands. I didn't think about that. Oh, man, I hope the ball didn't hit somebody in the head. Well, that's him acting without really thinking of the consequence. It yeah. follows through. Which, yeah, he thinks with his nuts and he's done. But I love, uh, what's her name, his ex-wife? Mary McDonald. Mary McDonald. She's just, she's always good. Always. Like, she's, she's always, like, I'm kind of amazed she didn't get more work. Like, people didn't say, like, oh, we need to put her in this. She got nominated for two Oscars. Yeah, no, she's, like, solid. Like, she's a solid actor. And I'm just, like, kind of shocked that she's not more stuff. Maybe it's, like, an ageism thing, maybe. I mean, after Hollywood. Instead, we get Margot Robbie, which I saw as Margot Robbie, who I'm fucking sick of. Every movie she does bombs out terribly because nobody cares about that skinny bitch. Oh, speaking of Donnie Darko, or of Mary McDonald, Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. I yeah, just sure. saw, yeah. like, one of those fan theory posts. <sighs> yeah. And it was a fan theory that makes Donnie Darko so boring. Oh. Where it goes, <laughs> yeah. this fan theory is nothing supernatural happened. That's It's all a figment of his psychosis. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. That makes the movie so boring. <laughs> I thought that was the point. That was the movie. <laughs> well, it's both. It's, yeah. It, you know, the sci-fi in... At first, the psychosis saves him, and then the sci-fi stuff happens. But 
right. just removing the sci-fi stuff. That's so boring. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, why do people insist on like, like Shutter Island? It's all they trick him. Like, that's right, not very yeah. interesting to me. If you ask, if you ask me. Well, no, it was just a big elaborate ploy because they didn't want to cut his brain open. Yeah, because they were going to lobot. They're going to eventually, they're basically lobotomize him. He'd be a vegetable. But like people that remove all the sci-fi elements from these movies and just boil it down oh, to. Sure. Oh, yeah. this is what happened. It's like, well, that's not very fun, is it? Why do you want to hate you? <laughs> thanks for telling me how ice cream was made, asshole. <laughs> yeah. like, fuck it. you. And she's also in yeah. Dances with Wolves. Yeah, I think she's nominated for that one. Battlestar Galactica. She's great in Battlestar Galactica. Scream 4? Oh, no. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she's the mother. She's like the grandmother or mother of one of the characters. Fargo, the TV series. I did not know that. I never watched those shows. She's in a... a yeah, what episodes? Season three, which is the Matthew McConaughey. No, uh, what's his name? Why am I? <sighs> ah, Scottish what's actor. Oh, Gabriel. No, that's um, uh, Irish. Ger- Gerard Butler. No, why? Why can't I think of his fucking name? Holy shit! From Star Wars, the prequels. Oh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Oh, okay. I. It took me so long to think of his name, for you to think of his name, really, that I forgot what I was talking about, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, season three of Fargo. The Uma oh, plays two oh, roles. Right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. She was in that uh, season. Yeah, I'm and looking. Kirsten Dunst was in one of them, too. Right? She was falling asleep her entire performance in Independence Day. Um, liar. She's not liar. really in a whole lot. No, that's why I'm kind of surprised. Because he's like a solid actor. Maybe she's just, she demands a lot of money. And they don't want to pay her? She started but she, in 1980. This is 1994. It's only, a, you know, a dozen, you know, dozen and a half things into her career. So it's fairly early on, really. Wow. She must be married to some rich man or something. I don't know, but she's always good to see. J.T. Walsh. J.T. Walsh. He's great in this movie. Yeah, he, oh, God. This movie doesn't exist without J.T. Walsh. It's like, if, if it was just Nick Nolte, that would be fine, and it would be a good movie, but with the, with the addition of J.T. Walsh is happy, it's a perfect film. It's yeah. just, he's such an awful, like, just a, just Egotistical, a shit. I mean, just Self-grandizing. Oh, he's so bad. He, his introductory scene, he shows up at the bar. He's got two, like, bimbo supermodel girls on, on either arm, and he's like, let me introduce you to this guy. Hey, it's Coach Bell. It's Pete Bell. He's the coach of the team. Uh, why don't you guys fuck off? And he starts to talk to him ah. about, you should cheat. You should totally cheat. <laughs> and he's just a piece of shit the entire way through. And I love the last scene of this movie. is one of It's one of my favorite movie endings of all time. Because it's not... Like, you see sports movies, it's always the, we just won the championship, here it goes. In this movie, the entire movie is setting up to the first game of the season. You see the, right. la- you see the first game of the season, they win it, and he immediately quits. Yeah. It's not at the end of the season, he, he, it's yeah. first game. He's like, I can't do this. Because he knows they're going to win everything. Yeah, these guys. and he comes out and he does a speech. It's the same with the movie opened with. He's, Ed O'Neill's like... You yeah. want to comment on the allegations that you, uh, you know, bought him a car? And he's like, he just spills, spills his guts. And it takes yeah. J.T. Walsh, they keep cutting to him. And he's just like, he think, he's like, 
yeah, you know. He goes, oh, he goes, wasn't it fully loaded? Wasn't it fully loaded happy? And he's like, no, it was a super right, flying, yeah. what's he saying? So, oh, yeah, something specific. <laughs> something like, crazy. Wait, let, let me look at, I, hold on. You keep going. Uh, there's got to be dialogue in the IMDb. Hold I, on. I can pull it up right now. It's uh, it's in here. I just have it up. Uh, I love the part, though, where he's talking ah, to. Um... Up to the maximum of the... <laughs> they had heart. They had heart. They weren't the most talented bunch of guys, but these kids had heart. I love that. It's one of my favorite scenes in movie history, honestly. Yeah, it's great. It's just he he goes on for six minutes screaming. Oh, I didn't know Ron Shelton wrote it. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, well, that's why it's so fucking good. That's why the, yeah. Ron Shelton no, knows how to do sports movies. Like, that's his... That's Can you do uh, Play It by the Bone? Or play It to the Bone? Yeah. Like, he, pretty much any funny sports movie that's Except Ron Shelton. Basketball court. And that's good enough for me. Oh, here it is. All right, here it is. Yeah. The damn car had everything. It, it had everything, didn't it, Happy? I mean, that car was fully loaded, wasn't it? No, no, Coach. It was a nuclear surfboard, remember? Yes, yeah, J.T. Walsh. Look at this man's nuclear unfortunate tiny face. <laughs> <laughs> but these are all his, the friends of the program. They say 10,000 yes. times in the movie. Oh, I love it. I love it. It's a movie that if it's on, I'm watching it. Oh, I will never get tired of it. And I, I see something new every time I watch it. Friends of the program got her the job. I don't watch it that often. I probably watched every four years, I'd say. Well, now because, like, since you don't have, like, you have streaming now, it, it pops up on streaming now and then. It's finally and on Paramount wa- and, and Amazon. Yeah, yeah, that's how, that's how I watched it. It was, on it was not on there before. I tried. Yeah, it was not. Yeah. Well, it goes back and forth. Because it'll be on Paramount Plus for a while, then it'll go back to Amazon, then it'll go back to Star. Like it just it, it changes hands all the time. A lot of these movies do, especially with streaming now. They're all swapping swapping movies, swapping spit. It's one of those movies I talk about a lot to you, and I'm glad you like it too. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's most people watch it and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, the movie. Yeah, and I got my other friends that really love the movie too. We, we'll quote it. We'll send texts with like, "We are so so quotable." Tony's flunking TV. <laughs> Tony's flunking TV. <laughs> you you sent me that video stuff. of you watching it, and you said that, and I just I started dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I said that off to my other friends too, who love the movie. It's a hard class, coach. Like, you don't just watch the like, tube. <laughs> you don't just watch tube, coach. You took the one so, thing that was you corrupted it. White thing, and poor Tony. He goes to his 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 uh, his house, his, uh, his dorm room. Everybody's partying. Yeah. But Tony seems to be like in his room. He's studying. To study. Like he's trying to be a good student, which is kind of funny. You're like, oh my god, poor Tony. Don't get mad at him, coach. Give oh, there's that great scene where uh, Bell goes to Chicago, and he's yeah. there to recruit uh, Butch. Yeah, yeah. And the guy Lewis Gossett Jr. comes out, and he yeah. does his whole like. Yeah. What, yeah. what what do you guys bid? He's doing his thing, yeah. and then he's like, "Ah, come on, back, you, Pete." He's taking your pockets, gentlemen. But this boy can read and write. Yeah, he's doing his whole thing. Read and write. And then he comes he's down. Like, he, he first thing he does is like, "How's Tony?" The kid's yeah, yeah. dumb as shit. Like basically is what he says. Like that kid is so dumb. He's, like, he's funking TV, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, if he fails out, he deserves it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just 
they've done business before. There's yeah. a good history that they keep doing with the yeah. mo- like him and the recruiter or the him and the other recruiters and him and the people who run yeah. the schools and. Well, it's the most realistic approach. Yes. To what that's probably like, because all these guys know each other. They know who they're going to sell their guys to. They know who are they gotten they gotten means to set up something. If there's something to be set up with, to sort of ask favors because they know the game. But I love um, uh, the girl. Uh, what's her name? The mother of Butch McRae. What's her name? Alfred Woodard. Yeah. She's great because she gets it. I thought she, she like, would be in more. Every time I watch it, I think she's going to be in more. But she's... Right. A couple well, scenes. What, this is a William Freakin movie. So at the time, William Freakin was still a big name. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of actors in this that you wouldn't have in these roles because they're so small. And yeah. You that... have Ed O'Neill, who's barely in the movie. You have uh, uh, um, Larry Bird, the greatest actor of all time, barely in the movie. He's there to... And then uh, <laughs> they show uh, Pete Bell. He's, he's driving the, the car, and they're like, oh. ah. Yeah. <laughs> when he, when he got Ricky. Cut the BS, uh, <laughs> yeah. Pete. Tell me what you want. Yeah, Larry Bird is an unfortunate-looking man. <laughs> he is an ugly man. <laughs> Larry Bird, he has a bird fucking beak. Like, he looks like a bird. I remember a, we had, there was rumors that, when Sue Bird first started playing, people were like, I think it's a, her daughter, his daughter. And I go, no, I can just tell by looking at her. Look, she looks, she's attractive. She looks like a yeah. person. She's not an ugly monster. Like she, she, yeah, she doesn't look like a garbage pail kid. She's, she's definitely not related to him. I <laughs> like, guess there's, there's um, online videos of Larry Bird trash talking. And I guess there's reaction videos. I've watched them. I'm kind of curious. I want to see what Larry Bird, if he could throw down with the best of them. I can see him being good at it. Hey, you're you're ugly. Oh no, I think he brings out his like rural Indiana racism. What? <laughs> I don't. Think, I don't think because he, he's good friends with, with Michael Jordan. No, that doesn't stop you when you're when you're playing against him. You're so, yeah, when he's there with Magic, you know he's like, "Don't touch me, you got AIDS." <laughs> Why don't you roll on out of here, you queer? <laughs> what? You take it in the butt, Magic? <laughs> I'm Larry Bird. I bet I can make a free throw from remember those Big Mac commercials, <laughs> off yeah. the back of the bill backboard, through backboard the oh my god those commercials for your chicken, for your chicken nuggets because <laughs> that's like that's the food I want to eat as an athlete is Nick and nuggets. I look like Big Bird so I'll eat it in, in, in a quarter pounder with cheese it's, that's what I want it's kind of cannibalistic for me to eat a chicken but <laughs> whatever I wonder what his wife looks like. I feel like you look at her and you go, God damn. For him? He looked, he looked God down. damn. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what? Fuck, I gotta look this up. Hold on. All right. I, gotta go to my, I got my phone. I can do that. I have the power. Larry Bird's wife. Can, can I float something by you? Yes. Nick Nolte. It's, like you said earlier, the opposite of a story arc. I've noticed, this is my first time really paying attention to this particular aspect. He starts <laughs> off angry and he screams yes. non-stop as the movie goes on he gets calmer and calmer and calmer and his freakouts when he does scream are way shorter he yells at happy for t- 10 seconds and he just moves on and he becomes calmer because he's realizing it's completely out of my out of hand now like i have no control right. of this and he's starting yeah. to feel shame and guilt and i just think it's interesting to start off you know, like they always say don't enter a scene angry because you have nowhere to go from there 
And it's just, he starts off the movie screaming and then somehow finds a way back. And he's just, the end of his speech at the end of the movie is just like, you know, two words I never, two words I never thought I'd say. I quit. I quit. And walks, the, walks out of the fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And he goes, to, uh, he goes to the inner city and he starts coaching basketball out on the street and I get shot. <laughs> Who the fuck is it? What the fuck? Yeah, one of the guys from Die Hard 3. Our, yeah, Die what Hard the Day. fuck? Nancy boy here wants to teach basketball. <laughs> I'll tell you something. You got to move like this. What's your name? Tony. Okay, give it a hand on the back of the ball here. You want to put the other hand over here. Yeah, hold the ball. Mechanics. Mechanics. <laughs> Does your mom have a cigarette? <laughs> I left my pack in the house. I've got, my chest is covered in patches. That's why I'm wearing this long sleeve shirt. I'm not God, taking off God, the entire movie. Goddamn. Goddamn. <laughs> Why did I take a, when I took a shower, I'm smoking in the shower. Oh, why? I didn't know a basketball coach showered with the team. Well, you know, he showers early because he got kicked think, out. But right, yeah, he, he was taking a shower like when he gets it because he he like lives there. I like the fact that he lives in this like kind of oh, shitty yeah. apartment. Like he goes from his wife's his ex wife's house. He walk, but but it's on the beach, and you realize, oh wait, shit, that shitty apartment probably is a five thousand dollar a month of, uh, uh, rent. Because he's literally on the beach in some, like, it's, I'm assuming it's supposed to be UCLA or something. Or, I mean, it has to It's be. got what the you... similar, not similar color. It's got the blue of UCLA. Yeah. It doesn't have the white, yeah. but. But is UCLA known for their basketball? Yeah, more so is than that, football. Yeah, no. USC yeah, is no. more of a football school. Right, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I'm trying to find his apartment because it is sad. <laughs> it, it's like so bad. Here it is. I'll show the whole apartment. Yeah, it's hilarious. I'm walking home with my video tape. He's got a most of it. Like he has a desk right here. He comes in. There's a like a. It looks like my apartment in L.A. Or the other part of it. He's got yeah, that countertop nice, right there. You had a really nice apartment in L.A. I remember that. You were right there across from the synagogue. The apartment, the building the was, was nice. nice. The apartment itself was okay. Like was the actual nice. inside. Now I'm not saying it's not. Nice looking. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's. I had a studio. It was really small. Oh, yeah, it was pretty it was decent, though. It was Mine 400 was square feet. My, my think ours was uh, the, Wins, the Wilcox ones were smaller. But who had the best? But look at this. Uh, Shelves are empty. One yeah. weird chair over there, like a director's chair. It's almost a true detective uh, <laughs> apartment. He's got a fireplace he's probably never used. There's a brush right there, a stack of videotapes in a box. Yep. And then most of this is built around this shitty TV right here. Yeah. He doesn't even have... Without the window, you can see the beach. But nowadays he watches and you thought this is the TV. The flat screen. Yeah. And you realize, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, 94. You had yeah, no. scan TV sitting on a, sitting on a table. I remember those days. But it, shit, even when we were in L.A., I had a flat screen. or had this, this yeah. TV. Yeah. I don't think I got a flat screen until 2012. Yeah, I didn't get one until 2010. I remember because I, I bought it myself at Best Buy. I felt so proud. I, was like, I bought mine at Walmart. And I bought it. I, bought I still have player. it. It's in, it's in my bedroom. My parents use it. My parents <laughs> have my old TV. They took it. Yeah. I bought a, I think I have a 50, 55 or 50, 50, 55 inch TV now in my living room. Which is pretty good, but I want to get a bigger. I just want to have a nice big TV with a big um, surround sound. Surround sound is my next step. 
That's what I want. Yeah, we we got a 65-inch in the living room. Yeah, I need, I need to go bigger with my screen. Just yeah, to have it just, she wants a bigger TV in there, too. I'm like, I want to watch Once Upon a Time in the West on a big fucking screen. It's more the, like that movie you want the audio, too. Like You want that to yeah. go along with it. I want to hear oh, yeah. the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the wood, the... You know, when they're clinging in the beginning, you want all the sounds because that move, the opening scene is just all sounds. Yeah. Well, I, I was watching, uh, I've been watching first reaction movies or uh, reactions to movies from people on YouTube. I, I don't know why I got down this rabbit hole. Started watching people because, like, they're watching movies that we take for granted. Like, they've never seen Die Hard. Like, people watching Die Hard for the first time. I, I... People, people watching Aliens and Alien for the first time. And I saw a couple just watch Pulp Fiction for the first time. It was hilarious because they did not have any. They're just like, "What was that? <laughs> what was that about?" I would love to see their scene, their reactions during the Marvin scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, is, that is. Like a shot, Marvin. <laughs> no, they that they laughed, they laughed at, but the 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 the, um, the uh, pawn shop gold watch sequence they couldn't. That one they couldn't fathom. They're just like, I what? What's going on here? You know, Judge Fult is dead, and Ving Rhames is getting butt fucked by the guy from the mask. It's dead, honey. And they were like, yeah, they more, were ketchup. Like, <laughs> <laughs> more ketchup. More ketchup. More uh, ketchup. Use a suspect. Uh, more ketchup. I said more ketchup. Oh man, I'm looking but at my yeah, notes. So they were. Um, somebody was watching. The Indiana Jones movies for the first time, and every hey, people love them, like they their experience for the first time, and they go like, I get why this movie's so good, and this one couple had never seen Batman or Batman Returns, which I can't figure that out. But then like like he goes, I was born in 1998. I was like, oh my god, that makes me feel horrible, and he goes, I watched it with my wife, his wife, he has a wife, <laughs> and they're watching <laughs> Batman and Batman Returns. And they loved, they were like, they actually, they were pretty right on. They were pretty good because they said, Batman, we appreciated it. And Jack Nicholson was actually a really good Joker. Is this what they looked like watching? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. They're watching Tony shave points with uh, Bing Rams getting Who's he passing to? (laughs) He's looking at the scoreboard. Shut up, Mike. Shut up. (laughs) Tony was my kid. I work with Tony. He was my kid. God damn it. The guy in the back looks like he walked out of a Dirty Harry movie. <laughs> he <does. laughs> he's that burnt-out ex-detective. I'm an idiot. Who's going to be a basketball coach 25 points at night. Yeah. There's another bad. He's soft. He's soft. Oh. Get corrupted. Bad leg, too. Don't forget that. All night. All night mistakes. All night. The coach on his ass. Coach is still on his ass four years later. Yeah. No way. No way. <laughs> Looking at the clock again. It's a good kid, man. Pausing because Paramount was on our. Yeah, they'll ass. kill. They'll kill. See, it's just a scene of them watching TV, but it's so like I, I'm so invested every time I watch yeah. this because they're all such good actors. Well, he you. is at least. I don't know about the other guys. But. I own you, coach. Go back to the Yeah. There's another bad pass. Shut up, Freddy. There it is. <laughs> Shut up, Freddy. 
It was my kid. Uh, uh, Tony was my guy. I, oh, man. I noticed this movie I wrote in my notes. The bad guy in this movie, it's not called the NCAA. It's called the NCSA, I think it is. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote down, the bad guy in this movie is the NCSA. Right. For having these bullshit rules that shouldn't exist and exploit people. Yeah. Yep. But I also do watch it as a, this guy, he knows the rules are shit, but he still follows them. And right. He built his career on that, and he has to fold it, and he lied to his wife, and that was, like, the last point for him. And he's like, I, after she, like, kicks him out of her house, he's well, it's like. it's like eight men out. It's, the, it's about the purity of the sport. I don't want to talk like, about that movie. It, it like. Shoeless Joe Jackson being kicked out of baseball forever, which is bullshit, just because he had nothing to do with it. He didn't even know what was going on. He was, he was just a baseball player. He didn't know. And he just and he plays in the other the minor leagues to kind of hint that he plays in the minor leagues and he doesn't have a different name because John Cusack. They go, like, is that Shoeless Joe Jackson? No, it's not him. And it's, it's him because it's the same actor. That's how you, that's how we know that's, it's the same that's actor. That's how you know. That's dramatic irony. We 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 know. And John Cusack did this, so. John Cusack, and then John Cusack goes to the fourteen oh eight and stays the night. Why is this John Cusack's thing? Yeah, he does that a thousand times a movie. Because he's checking the the moisture on his skin because he's very delicate. He pulls on his little the, the bottom of his nose. I watch him I'm like, why does he do this all the time? It's a weird, just a weird thing I noticed. When did John Cusack become like the terrible Eastern European fraud actor like Bruce Willis? It was when he wouldn't shut life. the fuck up on Twitter. Is that people, what it people was? stopped he's, hiring him? Yeah, he got annoying. After like he's a while. not worth just. Mark Ruffalo yeah. is going to find himself in the would have found himself there if it wasn't for Marvel. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm the Hulk. I'm the Hulk. Oh, son, you got a condition. But um, yeah, blue chips uh, again. Great sports movie, great movie, and it's one that I, I mean, I, I kind of like talking about underrated, un sort of recognized movies. We, we need to do this more often. Yeah, I have a, up. I have a lot of them. Yeah, well, there's a lot we like that no one ever talks about. We gotta bring these up. Found Destinations, another one, the first one. Oh yeah, the first yeah, one I genuinely think is a good movie. It's decent. It's good. This this one though, I give it an eight. Oh yes, personally, absolutely. Absolutely. IMDb though. This is where I get a little pissed in 14,000 people. Guess what, guess what the score is without looking? 6.5. 6.2. Wow. See, that's too low. That's ridiculous. It should at least be a 7.5. Now I'm curious. And real quick here because we're about the 45-minute mark. But Yeah, look at, the, look at the, the reviews. See how dumb people are. Yeah, I'm looking right now. There's only 33 of them. This person wrote, tells it like it is. There's no rating. Some of these ratings are so old that there's no score. Right. Yeah. Um, tells it like it is. This person wrote, underrated sports film that tells an important story. This person's 8 out of 10. It's well worth seeing just to see the ball players, but it's still, but it's still Nick Nolte's picture. Yeah. Uh, this person's 10 out of 10. Nick Nolte's outstanding. Most okay. underrated sports movie ever, 9 out of 10. I completely yeah, agree. Right I don't right watch on. sports movies. And then when I do, I'm like, no. like I watched Remember the Titans, and I'm like, it was okay. Like yeah, I like. I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think totally ever finished Remember the Titans. 7 out of 10, another underrated movie, a great film. 7 out of 10, deserves more attention. Uh, 9 out of 10, awesome basketball movie. 7 mm-hmm. out of 10, chipping in. I think it's just a, you know, 
blue chips blue chipping chip. in. Blue Six chip, out of ten. Man. Scattered story overloaded with cameo. What? But you still gave it a seven. I can kind of see the cameo part, but not an overload story at all. I don't mind cameos though in a movie about basketball. It makes sense. Yeah, they would be there, and it's it, not like. And they filled like roles was, that needed to be filled. They didn't go out of their way to have yeah, someone. It wasn't like here. it was Robert Redford was the head of the school. It was the real. It was a real guy. It was the head. Yeah, of the they didn't get Michael school. Jordan to be like, "Hello, yeah, I am." Like six out of ten, good basketball movie. Oh, there you go. I guess three out of ten. What could have been? I'm kind of curious what this guy wrote. Yeah, Warning, what's, spoilers. What's okay. Oh my god, yeah. he wrote a novel. <laughs> this movie seems to have a funny, interesting idea from the outlook. Uh, yet this movie never quite takes off in the right direction or any direction. Through the first half of the movie, it builds up as a comedy. What? In the second what? half, it tries to alter itself into a gauging drama. Personally, I have a problem with Shaq and Penny Hardaway in the movie. Nick Nolte with his character fit perfectly. Still, the writing was totally inimpressive and horrible, except for the one scene with Nick Nolte at the end in this press conference. Did Butch McCray write that? Or not Butch McCray. The other guy. What's the other white guy? Everything else in this movie seems to be a cliche and not, would not amuse anyone except small kids. What? The supporting cast, other than the three basketball players and Nick Nolte's ex-wife, fit perfectly, or should I say, match the poor and cliche writing of this movie. For example, J.T. Walsh was cast as Happy. Happy was in charge, charge, or at least had connections to help Nick Nolte get his top-notch recruits with illegal strategies such as buying houses, blah, 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 blah. Whatever, whatever. This guy's an idiot. Right, whatever. 7 out of 10, right. C-Shack before he got his own zip code. Um, 7 out of 10, H-O-R-S. You know, like horse, but no E. I don't think Cisco and Eber gave this two thumbs up either. I don't get the hate for it, or at least the I, uh, utter I think, disregard for it is beyond I, I me. Like, I think Cisco liked it, Eber didn't like it. It's not like that, it was a split. 7 out of 10, Shaq makes his film debut. 6 out of 10, I rank it third for 94. So. Even for just basketball, because there's above the rim, the air up there, which fuck that movie. Oh God, fuck no, that movie. Yeah, no above the rim's you. good, uh, but air up there is this terrible. Hoop dreams also. Well, that's um, a documentary. That's not really a yeah movie. Who? Which critics liked blue chips? Blue chips. Roger Ebert, Roger Ebert gave it three stars. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe they did give it two thumbs up. I, I'm trying to think, like, what... Can, trying to put myself in someone's shoes who doesn't like it. What about this would it engage you? I don't think there's yeah. anything cliche. Name it, okay, if it's a cliche, what other basketball movie tackles this subject? Right, Exactly. Every other one is about winning and overcoming the obstacles. And this one's about, oh, I, I cheated and I fucked up my own life. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. That's really all the movie is. There's no other movie where they recruit like this. And then it's about the guy's downfall, not about the team overcoming obstacles. And right. you know, that's just so unique. I, I, cliche. That, that pisses me off. What cliches... I get the cameo guy, that guy that had the cameo thing, but cliches, no. It's bullshit. Okay, so according to Cisco and Ebert here, Cisco didn't like it, Ebert liked it, but it was a 12-year-old script at this point in 1994. Yeah. 
So I guess it was a, it was one of those scripts that just kind of hung around. So that makes more sense too because of the whole you know college basketball purity bullshit that they cling to in the eighties and the nineties probably. Nowadays, everybody's cold to it. Everyone's sort of like, okay, let let these guys make some money. Yeah, but this is still happening. The the scandals are still going on just a few years ago, like four or five right, years yeah. ago. People are still yeah. getting popped for it. That Reggie Bush, where somebody got their got their Reggie um, Bush got uh, the Heisman pulled. Yeah, yeah. And took it back, and it it's like, back. how fucking dare you take the players' yeah. trophy back for the performance he did in the field because he took some money. Yeah, what does that have like, to do with his performance in the field? Yeah. Dude, fuck you. Did he get when he when he made that extra three touchdowns? Was it because he had fifty thousand dollar bills in his pocket? Like <laughs> no. Like did they give him wings to fly? Like no. Give me a break. It doesn't make any sense. No, it's stupid. Which I'm glad they're starting to fix it and it's getting fixed. And, yeah. And hopefully they'll let Pete Carroll into the baseball hall of fame. I do, my last note here, and I guess we can leave on this, is I have other, uh, just a few other movies from the 90s that are full of character actors, if we want to discuss any of these in future episodes. Blue Chips, obviously. Yep. Fargo, which we'll get to in our Coen Brothers oh, yeah. movie. Uh, the Siege. Yeah. Full of character. And then probably the number one movie for me, and, and I know you're, you like this movie too, because we, we do quote it, The Negotiator. Oh, yeah. We should he definitely discuss... Nice. Kneebomb. <laughs> Come on, Kneebomb! Chris. <laughs> that's a movie where they say... that. This movie, they swear every other word. In that movie, they say a character's name every other word. Yeah, Give me Chris Sabian. Yeah. But J.T. Well, Walsh, have, also in that movie. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Love him. You know, it's his last movie. He died of a heart attack before that movie came out. And he died in the movie, too. And he dies in the movie. Center mass, knee bomb. <laughs> they executed knee bomb. They shoot him from the ceiling tiles. Center mass, Chris. Anyway, let's get out of here. Good day, sir. Good day. Play the outro. Uh, oh, shit. Hold on. I'm up to it. Uh, I was going to play. This is Benson. Bensonville. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, you want to play a clip before we do the outro? No, no, I got it. Here it is. Here it is. See you guys. Let's see. So many letters to choose from. I'll pick Y. 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 What, what the heck are you doing over there? Yeah. There, you found a floor. Why, why, why? Sorry, I thought that was the outro video. No, it's fine. Uh, you know, this blue chip movie reminded me about something. That would be uh, <laughs> immoral. That's Ed O'Neill. Right. That's Ed O'Neill's character in the movie. <laughs> we'll see you guys Sitting later. There. Bye. Fuck you, everybody. Good night!